0: So we're talking about who we are. We are new creations in Christ Jesus. We are the very righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Last week we discovered that we are His workmanship created in Christ Jesus. That word workmanship simply means we are the handiwork of God. The Master has made you His masterpiece. He has put His Spirit upon you. And in you, you are his work of art. And as his work of art, he has destined you and I to walk in his paths and to walk in the plans of God. And all we need to do to discover his plans and his paths is just say, Lord, show me your way. Show me your will. We discover the plan of God. We discover the paths of God. Through the Word of God and by the Spirit of God. And how many of you know that the Bible says that the path of the just, that's you and that's me, the path of the just, what happens? It's as the shining light that does what? That shines more and more unto the perfect day. I like what one translation says that shines more and more brighter and clear until it reaches its full strength and glory in the perfect day to be prepared. Amen. Now, listen, guys, on God's paths, when you're walking in the master as his masterpiece plans, the Bible says in Psalms that all of his paths drip with fatness. And fatness is a type of success. Fatness is a type of prosperity. Amen? Say this with me. I am am prosperous prosperous. and I am am successful. I am am receiving of His abundance because I'm walking in and I'm hungering for His paths. Listen to this word that came forth from Keith Moore. He said, hunger for his paths, hunger and thirst after righteousness. So many are satisfied with less and little. Life is filled with other things beside me. If you're hungry for me, you will turn off the TV. Then he said, which is the biggest time robbers in modern times. If you're hungry for me, in the word you will be. If you're hunger for, hungry for me, in prayer you will press. If you're hungry for me, other people you will bless. If you're hunger and thirst and draw closer to me, you will surely be filled with my glory and my glory you will see. Amen? Amen. 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 Praise God. There is so much power in words filled with faith. You know, death and life are in the power of the tongue. And we have a choice to speak what God has said concerning our lives. When you know who you are in Christ, you cannot have an inferiority complex. Say with me, "There there is power in I am. Now, whatever you say, after you say I am, you invite that into your life. In other words, you're opening the door and you're giving it permission to be in your life. For example, if a person says, I am so broke and I'm so in debt, they're inviting struggle and they're inviting lack into their lives. If a person says, I'm so tired all the time and I'm so fatigued, fatigue will come looking for you. How about this one? Oh, I just can't seem to remember. I am so forgetful. Memory problems come looking for you. How about this one? I'm just so fat. I'm so overweight. I just look at food and I put weight on. Well, calories are coming to look for you. It's kind of like you're inviting them. What are you saying, Pastor? I'm saying what the Word says. Don't invite what you don't want. Don't call what you don't what you don't desire. If you want the dog for heaven's sake don't call the cat. If you want strength, don't call weak. If you want healing, don't call sick. If you want prosperity, don't call poor. If you want joy, don't call depressed. If you want happiness, don't call unhappiness. If you want to be a joyful Christian, say it regularly. I'm full of joy and I've got the victory now. Woo! Some of you need to send out some new invitations. Just get up in the morning and invite good things into your life. When you go around during the day and saying I'm blessed, blessings come looking for you. They come to overtake you. When you say thank God I'm talented, talented comes looking for you. You may not feel up to par But when you say, I'm strong, and I'm healed, and I'm healthy, uh, health comes looking for you to overtake you. Don't ever, ever belittle what God has built up. Don't ever call inferior what God has called superior. Don't ever, ever call yourself Anything but what God has called you. In spite of what they called you in your past, your past is gone and it should be forgotten. Now you're a new creation in Christ Jesus. So say it with me I am blessed. I am strong. I'm wise. I'm disciplined. I am focused. I am prosperous. I'm happy. I'm not discontent. I'm I'm content. Some of you need to say that about 10 times. I'm content. I am content. I'm happy. Put your happy face on. Dare to get up in the morning and say, Thank God I'm energetic. I'm vibrant. I'm radiant. I'm fresh. I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. That is one of the best anti-aging treatments you could ever take. And it won't cost you a dime. Hallelujah. I am. The power of I am. Try it on for size. And you will see your life changed. If you don't like the direction that your life is going turn your life around by speaking faith-filled words. If you don't like the world you're looking at, change your words and you will begin to frame a new world based on the eternal word of the living God. So this morning we want to look at another I am. Are you ready? I am. Look at Galatians the fourth chapter and the sixth and the seventh verse. In verse 6 and 7, it says, Because you are sons, God has sent forth the spirit of His Son into your heart, crying, Daddy, Daddy. Wherefore, thou art no more a servant, but a son. Say it with me, I'm a son. And if a son, then an heir of God through Christ Jesus. I am an heir of God. You are an heir of god the greek word heir that means one who receives an inheritance by right of birth by right of the new birth by right of the born again experience you have received an inheritance you did nothing to earn it you did nothing to work for it all you did is believed and declared that Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior. Amen? Amen. And you then have become an heir of God. Amen. Ephesians says, In whom also we have obtained an inheritance. Another translation says, We are united with Christ and we have received an inheritance from God. Paul prayed for the church at Ephesus that they may know how rich is this glorious inheritance in the saints. The inheritance that you have been given is a rich inheritance. God did not bring you to a cheap place. God brought you to a wealthy place. He is not El Cheapo. He is El Shaddai. Amen. Now notice with me in the New Living Translation says furthermore, Because we are united with Christ, we have received an inheritance from God. For He chose us in advance, and He makes everything, everything work out according to His plan. Something about this inheritance that you have been birthed into enables you for difficulties to be worked out because it is the plan of God. We've been born again into the very royal family as heirs to our Father's kingdom. Think about it. Think about that. At the moment you were born again, you were born again into the richest family ever known. Oh my goodness. You know, you see movies and you see different things about the royals, you know, the kings and the queens. And all of the people that have a title conferred upon them by their nation or by their country. Well, that may all be well and good in the natural, but we've been conferred royalty by the all king of kings and lord of lords. He has brought you out of poverty into royalty. Hallelujah. I don't know whether I've introduced you him or not, but this is King Mark right here hallelujah there's king raul there's queen brenda we are kings and priests man we've been given an inheritance and because we're his the bible says we can access everything that the father has we can access it for we are heirs of god through jesus christ the messiah the message translation in Galatians 4, 7 says this. I want you to read that with me. Galatians, the fourth chapter, the seventh verse says this. Doesn't that privilege of infinite conversation with God make it plain that you are not a slave, but a child? And if you are a child, you're also an heir. <laughs> Woo! Glory to God. Complete access. In other words, your access to your inheritance is never denied. Your access to your inheritance is always open. And we access this inheritance not by our works, but we access this inheritance with our faith. In other words... We just look at the word, which is the will. You know, when a person leaves an inheritance, they leave a will or a living trust. And let's just say, for instance, um, your mother and father left you and your sisters something when they passed away. And so you may be called to the attorney's office. And the attorney calls you up. Say there's one brother and two sisters. And uh, the attorney says, it's now time for the reading of the will. Yes. Don't you know that if that was you, you'd be there for the reading of the will? Yes. Why? Because you want to access what's been inherited and been given to you. Yes. And so in the word of God, the word of God is the will of God. And God is saying that I have a will for all of you. Come every Sunday. Come every Wednesday. Open up your Bible for the reading of the will. And in the reading of the will, you will find out what belongs to you. Now, one of the difficulties is this, is in the kingdom of God and in Christianity, a lot of people are not familiar with the will it's what Hosea says that my people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge they don't know what's in the will or what's in the word so they can't access their inheritance because they have no idea of what belongs to them it's like this gentleman that was going from London to New York by ship well he had just enough money to buy his ticket and uh He had packed some cheese and some crackers, just enough to get by. And it's a long trip by ship from London over to New York City. But he noticed in the banquet rooms, they were just, oh man, they were eating. They were eating lobster. And they, you know, some of the men had tuxedos on and the women had formal dresses on. And men, they were showing up for meals three times a day, sometimes more. And they were just eating until they could hardly handle any more food. And this man that had bought the ticket was looking longingly in there, said, I sure wish I could get in that banquet room. And finally, one of the last days of the trip, the captain of the ship came to him and said, sir, he says, how are you? He says, well, I'm just fine. Thank you very much. He said, have we offended you? He said, no, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. He said, well, he said, I noticed that you didn't come into the banquet hall. I noticed you didn't come in for any of the meals. He said, well, you know, sir, all I had was enough money to buy this ticket. And I just packed myself some cheese and I packed myself some crackers. And the captain looked at him very puzzled and said, oh, sir, I'm so sorry. Didn't you know that the price of your ticket included?" all of your meals. And so he was, he was saddened by that, of course. But you know what? You and I have been given a free ticket. We didn't have to purchase a ticket. Amen? Jesus purchased our ticket for us. And he has prepared a table before us in the presence of our enemies so that we can come up to the banqueting table and eat and drink and be merry in Christ Jesus. Amen? So we do not want to be ignorant concerning the will of God. That's why it's so important to read your Bible. That's why it's so important to read faith-filled books. Books by Kenneth E. Hagin, like In Him, where we discover who we are in Him, what we have in Him, and what we can do because we are in Christ Jesus. The will of God is the Word of God. So don't cheat yourself out of your inheritance by not becoming familiar with the will. The will of God will give you your inheritance. Can you say amen? amen? Look with me at Acts, if you would. Or no, Colossians chapter 1, if you would. And verse 12. Say with me, I am a child of God. Colossians 1.12 says this. Giving thanks Unto daddy, which has made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. The word meet there means to enable, to qualify, to make able, or to equip you. God has given you the ability and the equipment to receive your inheritance. The Amplified says this He has qualified us and made us fit to share the portion which is the inheritance of the saints. Now here's the good news. We do not have to wait till we get to heaven to claim our full inheritance. Your full inheritance belongs to you right now. Now Certainly, when we get to heaven, there is an inheritance, but there is an inheritance on this side. So become familiar with your inheritance. What does this inheritance include? The inheritance that God has left you is the full scope of God's provision for you. It encompasses everything that will ever affect your spiritual life, your soulish life, your physical life, your financial life, your relational life. God has made provision for anything and everything that you will ever, ever need while you're living on this side of heaven. Now that's good news. That doesn't sound like I'm broke. That sounds like I'm rich. That doesn't sound like I'm sick. That sounds like I'm healed. That doesn't sound like anything that the world system says. It sounds like what God's word says concerning your life. Hallelujah. Provision provision for you, an inheritance for you, in your heart, in your mind. Thank God for soundness of mind. Thank God to have a sound mind in an unsound world. Thank God to have stability in your soul while so many souls are unstable. Thank God that you've got a sound mind. Thank God that you can think Thank God that you can live. Thank God that you can be creative. Thank God that you can walk in the realm where God walks. Walk in the realm of the miraculous. I have a sound mind. You have a sound mind. You know what that means? We ain't gonna go crazy. We're not gonna go cuckoo. Yeah, but Pastor Mark, I am worried about global warming. I am worried about running out of resources. Let me tell you something. God's got it. God's got it all figured out. We ain't going to run out. We ain't going to melt. Glory to God. We're going to run our race and we're going to finish our course. No matter what some people might say, we're going to finish everything God has given us to finish. Amen. Now, global warming. Yeah, that's going to happen, but not while we're here on this earth. Amen. This whole earth is gonna melt with fervent heat. But before that happens, you and me, we're gonna be caught up in the twinkling of an eye. Oh, hallelujah. We're gonna be raptured, we're gonna be out of here. Say vie. so long. Goodbye. Goodbye. We're heading for heaven. Aren't you glad of that? Amen. Acts 20, 32. I know I get a little excited. But you didn't come to church to get bored, did you? In Acts 20, verse 32, it says this. Now, brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of His grace, which is able to build you up. God's word should always be building you up. If you are listening to anyone and you are listening to radio preachers and it's not building you up, it's not God's Word. It's man's idea. If what you are reading in a Christian book, regardless of whether that book has a fish on it, if it's not building you up, if it's not blessing you, throw it away. I discovered this. Sometimes Christian books with fish on them have bones. You've got to be in a position and in a place where you're so familiar with your will and the New Testament that you just say, now this doesn't line up. But listen, folks, when you are truly feeding on manna from heaven, it'll always build you up. You should never leave a service here at Heart of the Bay Christian Center all bummed out. You should never walk out of here with your head down feeling all condemned and feeling all unworthy, you should leave this place blessed. You should leave this place encouraged. You should leave this place built up. And that's what the Word of His grace will do. No pastor can do that for you. As enthusiastic and as passionate as Brenda and I and Pastor Tom and Pastor Nancy are about the preaching of the Word, it's not our enthusiasm that will build you up. It is the word of His grace that will build you up. It is the anointing, my brothers and sisters, that will remove the burdens and it will destroy the yoke. That's why you've got to be very careful about other things in the body of Christ that are built on hype and not the Word. Built on feelings and enthusiasm... We're just about to get a breakthrough. We're just about to get a breakthrough. When is the breakthrough going to happen? You know, if you'll just do this and do that, you know, you'll get it. You'll get it. You'll get it. You know what? My word says, the New Testament says, we already got it. So I'm rejoicing about all what I already have, not what I'm about to get. Do you understand what I'm saying? So you've got to be very careful about the hype. A ministry has got to be built on the word and the Holy Spirit, not some personality. Is this good preaching? I hope so. All right. Acts 20:32. And now, brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance among all them which are sanctified so Raul the word of his grace builds you up and the word of his grace gives you an inheritance the Amplified says your rightful inheritance so when you become familiar with your inheritance come on to the table guys God should not have a difficult time getting his sons and daughters to come to the table. Amen. You just step right up and come to the table and take and receive all that God has for you. Amen. Let's take this a step further. You ready? Amen. Look over at Romans chapter 8, verses 14 through 17. Say it with me I am Amen. an heir of God. Amen. I am. Partaking of my inheritance by faith, I am at the table. Pass the healing, please. Hallelujah. Pass the joy, please. Woo! Hallelujah. That's who you are. You're an heir of God. Don't let anybody tell you any differently. You're an heir of God. Somebody says, yeah, but I work in a factory. Thank God you got a job. But your job, your occupation, your looks, the money you have or you don't have, what they said about you in the past, those things don't define you. God's Word defines you. His will has told you what you are. Amen? Now notice with me in Romans 8, verses 14 through 17. It says... For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Now, notice this. Being led by the Spirit of God is part of your inheritance. The ability to hear clearly and to walk securely in the paths that God has set before us come as a part of your inheritance. So here's a great confession to make regularly. Say it with me. I am, I am led, led by, the by the Spirit of God. I'm always, I'm always in, the right in the right place at the right time. The right time. I'm always, I'm always doing, the right doing the right things with the right people. The right people. Now, what if you believe that? And what if you said that consistently? That's exactly what you would have. That's exactly where you would be. In the right place. You know what? We cannot afford in this day in which we live to be in the wrong place. I believe it's important for us to check up. To check on the inside. Now Lord, do you want me to do this? Do, 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 do you want me to? Do you want me to go over there today? And just wait long enough. He'll check you. He'll show you whether you get a green light or whether you get a red light. It's really important. You do know that there's a lot of crazy people out there. <laughs> you know, the other night, about three o'clock in the morning, I thought I heard gunshots outside the window, and I thought, "Dear Lord, I hope they're not shooting Brenda's car up." My car is in the garage. (laughs) Not very nice? Okay. All right. I'll repent later. I looked out the window, and and I just thought, what's going on out here? And then this great, big, huge tow truck was out there, making all sorts of noise. 3 o'clock, 3.30 in the morning. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, thank God he's given his angels charge over us. Thank God we're delivered from wicked and unreasonable people. Thank God we are delivered from evil. See, part of your inheritance, ladies and gentlemen, is this. That no evil shall befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. We could say it this way. No weapon formed against you is going to prosper no crazy person formed against you is going to prosper amen Amen. we've got to make sure folks that we are conscious of the holy spirit's indwelling we must become god inside minded and be sure-footed on the steps we take daily see the bible says this that the steps of a good man they're what ordered by who They come from the Lord. They don't come from our thinking. They don't come from our reasoning. The steps that we take in our life, they are to be ordered by the Lord. And thank God, part of your inheritance includes being led by the Spirit of God. Say it again with me. I am led by the Spirit of God. I'm always in the right place at the right time doing the right things. With the right people. Well, somebody says, Pastor Mark, I know that I've got some wrong people in my life. What am I supposed to do? The Bible says we are to love everybody. But when it comes to people bringing you down and influencing you and taking you on the wrong path, the scripture says... Come out from among them and be separate. You can come out from among those people and still love those people. They may not understand why you are separating yourself from them, but as you pray and as you believe God, many of those that have been bringing you down can have a revelation that Jesus is Lord. Amen. Amen. But I'm, I'm saying that because I, I just sense this in my spirit. There, there's, there's some people in the church this morning, you need to make some decisions. You need to make some quality decisions to cut certain things out of your life, to cut certain people out of your life. And I believe that the Holy Spirit will help you to do that. Amen. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Your decision to do so, saith the Lord, is a matter of life and death. So take heed unto what the Spirit is saying. Do not slough it off. I've dealt with you before. I've dealt with you before. Now's the time to make the decision and to do and to obey what I've said to you to do. Amen? Amen. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. For you have not received the spirit of bondage. Thank God we're not bound. No more bondage. No more fear. You've not received the spirit of bondage again to fear. A fearless life is part of your inheritance. A faithful man shall abound with blessings faith is a part of your inheritance. You've not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption whereby we are crying what? We're crying daddy, daddy. Aren't you glad that your daddy loves you? Say it with me. I am. Here's another I am. I am loved by my father. Verse 16, the Spirit Himself bears witness with our Spirit that we are the children of God. And, now notice, if children, then heirs. Heirs of God. But not only that, joint heirs with Christ. If so be that we suffer with Him, that we may also be glorified together. Now notice this you're a joint heir. You're a joint heir with Jesus. The word joint heir there means one who is in union together with an inheritor. It means a fellow heir. It means one who obtains something assigned to himself with others as a joint participant. So when you go in for the reading of the will at the lawyer's office and you are the man and you got two sisters and that inheritance is equally divided between three that makes you joint heirs co-participants amen that means that no one comes up short that no one comes up lacking see I think as people of God as Christians We ought not to leave bills. We ought to leave wills. We should not be leaving a mess for our loved ones to clean up. Are you listening to me? Anyway. Now my dad went on to be with the Lord first and then my mom went on to be with the Lord. My mom was 96 years old. I got good genes. I'm going to live long. And I'm going to live strong. How about you? You know, they didn't leave us a ton of money, but they left us something. And there were four of us. There was Danny, my oldest one, Tim, my older brother right up next to me, and then Lucy right by Dan. There's four of us. And when my mom left, we all, praise God, got the same portion from the inheritance. But because Brenda and I are one, we are co-participants. That inheritance came to both of us. Why are you saying that? I'm saying this because God's inheritance belongs to all of us. He doesn't love Brother Copeland more than he loves you. He does not love Jesse DePlantis more than he loves you. He does not love Kenneth Hagin more than he loves you. He loves us all the same and he's given us an equal share of the portion of the inheritance. And you'll never, ever go before the throne of God with a petition to access your inheritance. And Jesus and your father look at you. I'm sorry, Brother Copeland was just here and he just drained out heavenly bank account. No, there's no shortage in heaven. There's no lack in glory. And he said that he would meet your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. So now here, here it is. You've got to see yourself with this inheritance and see yourself with the ability to access it. Here's another one. Say it with me. I am, I am a joint heir, a joint heir with, Jesus with Jesus Christ. The Amplified says this. If we are His children, then we are heirs also of God and fellow heirs with Christ. Listen to this. Sharing his inheritance with Him. I like it. Ephesians says this in the Amplified 2.5. It says, He raised us up together and made us sit down together, <clears throat> giving us joint seating with Him in the heavenly sphere by virtue of being in Christ Jesus. Amen. Joint seating. Joint seating. The Lord spoke this to me and said, joint heirs with joint seating and a seat that includes benefits. A seat with benefits. Let's look at some of these benefits. Let me just read it to you. Psalm 103 says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who does what? He forgave you all your iniquities. If he forgave you, why don't you just forgive yourself? Amen. Who heals all your diseases. No, notice this next one. Who redeems your life. From destruction, oh, can anybody testify that God has saved you from destruction in your life? who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies? He satisfies our mouth with what? What kind of things does God satisfy you with? good thing this is not just natural food but the good things that God satisfies us with is an inheritance that's full of joy and full of glory an inheritance that encompasses our whole area of life Amen. are you still here yeah. or have you gone home All hallelujah and not only that he renews your youth like the eagles Jimmy He's renewing your youth, just like the eagles. Amen. He's restoring your body. Amen. He's renewing your youth. Amen. The Lord just gave me this thought a couple of days ago. If you want to soar with eagles, you must get rid of the weights. Otherwise, the weights will ground you. Weights will ground you from soaring into your full inheritance. And I believe that one of the weights that the Lord impressed me to share with you is this. You need to let go of the weight of worry. Stop worrying about tomorrow and just live today. Just live one day at a time. Say this with me. I cast, I cast all, my care all my care upon you. Upon you. And I declare that I am am carefree. carefree. The other one that the Lord impressed me with, if you want to soar with eagles and keep yourself from being grounded, you've got to get rid of the weight of condemnation. Condemnation. See, the devil is the accuser of the brethren. He is the one that would remind us of our past. He is the one that would cause us to feel inferior. But God is saying to you, I have removed condemnation from your life. I don't remember what you're condemned over. I have put it as far as the east and from the west. I have blotted out your transgressions for my own sake, and I don't remember them anymore. So you forget it, roll it over on me, and mount up with wings as an eagle, free from condemnation, free from the weight of worry, and you'll be able to soar and live in your full inheritance. I believe that's what the Lord is saying. Say it me, I'm an heir of God. I am a joint heir with Jesus Christ. The benefits of the will of God belong to everyone in the family. And you are in the family of God. His inheritance is immeasurable. It's limitless. It is surpassing in Hebrews in chapter 1 in verse 1 and 2 it says God who at sundry times and in divers manners spake in time pass unto the fathers by the prophets hath in these last days spoken unto us by his son now get this whom he appointed heir of all things by whom also he made the worlds the Amplified says Jesus was appointed heir and lawful owner of all things The NLT says God promised everything to the son as an inheritance. You want to hear the clincher of the message? Jesus is the heir of all things. And we are joint heirs with him. That means we have inherited everything that Jesus has inherited. Woo! Glory to God. When you were born again, Jesus moved in with everything that he has. Stand up, everybody. Let's get happy today. Let's thank God. When you got born again, he moved in with his life and death moved out. When you got born again, he moved in with his joy and depression moved out. Never say... I'm so unhappy. Say and declare, I am happy. I am content. I am an heir of God. I am a joint heir with Jesus Christ. And there is a difference between you and this failing world's system. Jesus said this, keep them from evil. I have I have sanctified them through the truth and the word of God is truth. Do you remember when God sent Moses down to go ahead and deliver the children of Israel? Do you remember that there was a difference between the children of Israel and the children and the and the people in Egypt? God said, "I'm going to put a distinction between you and them." And when the floods come, it won't overtake you. And when all their cattle die, your cattle won't die. When all their homes are ruined, your homes won't ruin. When all their children die, your children won't die. Because I have made whoo, I have made a difference between you and them. I have literally placed a wall of deliverance between you and this failing world system. Amen. There's a distinction going on up in here. There's a difference between you and the world. We are not of this world. We are living in this world. We're heirs of God, joint heirs with Jesus Christ. God said... I have redeemed you from the curse of the wall. There's a difference between you and them. No more sickness for you. No more bondage for you. I am your redeemer and forever I live and forever I will be redeeming you. Come on, shout somebody. Woo. Glory to God.